If you're ready to say goodbye to being a boss babe or hustling 24-7, welcome to Life in Business. This is the podcast for women just like you who want an easy and effective way to grow your business that's built around genuine work-life balance, not growing a million-pound empire. I'm your podcast host, Libby Langley, award-winning business coach and Amazon best-selling author, known as the queen of easy business because of my sensible and easy-to-implement ways to earn more by doing less. In Life in Business, I share with you how to make small but effective tweaks, how to be confident in your business decisions, and how to make a healthy and guilt-free profit doing exactly what you love the most without working 14 hours a day. Get ready to make your dreams a reality. Here's this week's episode. Hello, welcome to another episode of Life in Business. I'm Libby Langley, your host, and it means a lot to me that you're here today and I'm in your ears. So thank you for joining me each week. It's great. It's wonderful. And I love the feedback that you give me on Instagram. If you haven't given me any feedback on Instagram, then I'm at Libby Langley. My DMs are always open to talk to you and to hear what you think and to hear if there's any topics that you'd like me to cover in the future. So don't be shy. You can always come and say hello. So today I want to talk to you about people-pleasing. Mm, there's a lot of it about. And the reason I think it's important to kind of address it is actually it's a pretty common theme amongst my clients. Now, I work with clients one-to-one on their business, and uh, one-to-one coaching and mentoring. And one of the things that comes up the most as a goal is to work a day or two days a week less, Okay. And that is a fairly common theme with my clients. And oh my God, I love helping people do that. So if that's something that you are thinking that you want to do, then let's chat. (laughs) And the reason that it's kind of, you know, people pleasing comes up too is because that's in like direct conflict with wanting to work a day a week less, okay? And the people pleasing actually leads to... Less money being made, more given away, and with more time taken with each of the tasks in hand, right? And so today I want to help you reframe kind of the way that you respond to people, the answers you give people, the work that you do for people. And as a net result of that, transform your business, Because in order to work a day a week less, which, like I say, is a really common goal of my clients, then you've got to be kind of tough sometimes. You've got to make some difficult decisions. You've got to have perhaps more challenging conversations, which, you know, don't don't run in fear when I say that because it doesn't you don't have to be a bitch to, to do this. okay? but it does involve you actually acknowledging where in your business you're people-pleasing and put measures in place for you to be able to stop doing that. And that is the only way you're going to transform your business. And that is the only way that you're going to work a day a week less by having these structures, systems, boundaries in place. Okay, so how people-pleasing manifests itself, generally speaking, is... A kind of fear, not necessarily a conscious fear, but a kind of fear that 
you need to take on everybody else's business to a certain extent. Take on every, every, other people's worries and woes and problems and issues and, and be the constant nurturer in everything. And I think that women particularly do suffer from people-pleasing because of society, right? Because of the patriarchal society, because of the fact that women, we, we women are, generally speaking, the primary carers, generally speaking, the one who runs the house, you know, even working full-time and having businesses too, but generally speaking, the one that finds things, <laughs> the one who kind of knows when somebody's birthday is and all of this, right? We take on all of that, not deliberately, it's not a conscious decision to do that, but we take that on because that's just kind of how it is, yeah, unfortunately. And it would be great if that was different, but for the moment, that is kind of just how it is. And when that transposes across into your business, that's when you've you develop issues, right? That's when you kind of need to think, hold on, this is not right. This is not helping my business. This is not helping helping me. And ultimately, it ain't helping your clients, right? Because certainly my clients, I my job is to empower them to be better business owners and to, you know, we talk about systems, we talk about processes, we talk about um, mindset a lot. We talk about boundaries, but it's up to my clients to actually do the stuff and make the changes. So if I was really super people pleasing in my business, I would actually be preventing my clients from moving forward because I would do a lot of stuff for them. And that's not empowering. That's not empowering at all. It's okay to teach people things, absolutely. You know, teach, teaching people things is brilliant. But actually kind of taking away the responsibility from them, that's not good and that's not healthy. And it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't help anyone move forward. So we don't, we don't want to do that, okay? So there's different kinds of people pleasing that you, you'll do um, or you'll be aware of that you do and some you'll be aware of and some you kind of won't okay so one example is the could you just and the response to the could you just now we have <laughs> we have clients and you're probably chuckling away because you know you you have a could you just client there that you know about but when people say could you just and this is clients and this is people in your DMs, you know, on Instagram, wherever, emails. Could you just, and could you just help me? Could you just tell me where to, um, and the danger there is you do the thing, okay? And that, and support them with whatever it is that they need supporting with. And why that's a people-pleasing move is because you're not doing, you're not responding within the parameters of your business. So could you just, could you just help me work out what I should be charging on this, on this product? Oh, sorry, on this service that I've got. That might be a question that I get. Could you just? Um, yeah, absolutely. 
I could help you do that. And here are a couple of ways. So there's might be a podcast episode that talks through that. Send the link to the podcast episode. You might have a freebie that helps with pricing. Or absolutely, why don't we get on why don't we get on a call? And if you get on a call with someone, then you're not solving their problem on the call. What you're doing is steering them towards working with you. So there are, you know, there's a few ways there. Directing them to something free that you've created that will help solve that issue or getting on a call with them to talk more about the services that you offer. And they are all absolutely valid responses to the could you just question. You don't need to solve the problem. You need to signpost to the most appropriate way of solving the problem, either through content that you've already got and created, or getting on a call and talking about how you can do that in an actual way to to work together. And this is all about, you know, setting your boundaries, okay? And boundaries often um, send people pleasers running, (laughs) running a mile, because boundaries involve saying no, and people pleasers don't like saying no. But boundaries are there to put parameters in place for us and our clients and the world at large, because if we've got boundaries in place, then we, we've we got time to kind of do all the other stuff. So boundaries in their simplest form are what days you're going to take, what days you're going to have your client calls. So if you've had a good, could you just message, then let's, should we get on a call and talk about this? Oh my God, yes, that would be amazing. Thank you. And I'll find out about working with you and all of this. Okay. When can, you know, here's, here's my calendar link choose a date and time. And then if in your calendar link, you've got a message that says, if you can't do any of these times, message me and we'll sort something else out. Immediately, your boundaries have disappeared. Because the point of having a calendar link that you can, or Calendly, um, whatever system that you use, having a calendar link that you send to people is that they choose a date and time when you are available, because you've already plugged into the system when you're available. And yes, that might mean that some people can't get on calls with you because they only want evenings. But if you don't want to work evenings, that's just the way it is. And also look at it as a kind of, um, uh, what's the word, like a symptom. No, that's not the right word. But yeah, symptom, let's use that word because I can't think of another one. (laughs) A symptom of of what it might be, um, a taster of what it might be like to work with that person, okay? Because if they can only do evenings and yet your client calls are Tuesday mornings, it's never, you're never going to be compatible. And if they really want to work with you, then they will change their schedule, but you don't need to change your schedule. Okay. So your boundaries in terms of when you will talk to people is really, that's a really great example of how to stop people pleasing, creeping into what it is that you're doing. And if, could you just um, question, it's not really kind of big enough to, um, you know, to warrant getting on a call and talking about the services that you offer. Invent something else. Invent something there there and then on the spot. Yeah? 
If somebody has a question, a quick question that you know you can help them with really easily, and by having an hour-long session with them, you can help them with that plus, 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 give some amazing value, quickly set up a one-hour session that they'll pay you for, yeah? And actually, by the time, if you think what you might have done before of going backwards and forwards in the DMs and voice notes and all of that, the time that that takes is probably more than the hour you'll be on the call, plus you'll get paid for it. Yeah. So think quickly and invent something if you don't have something that you can direct people to or create a freebie or do a podcast episode, whatever it is that that you've got. But so that when people say, could you just help me with, then you've got an appropriate kind of response. You've got like a what a little uh, a little arsenal of things that you can send out to people and it stops you dealing with every question in a totally bespoke way. Now, conversations are amazing, okay? Conversations are amazing, and what conversations lead to is always magical. But if you've got a stock few responses to very similar questions, then that is going to save you time and energy and stop you going down a could-you-just-rabbit hole each time somebody asks you something. So that's really important to put that in place. And... When you think, oh, when you've got your people-pleasing antennae up and you can feel it happening, you can feel it happening, and what I would suggest that you do is kind of take stock of that and listen to your gut. So listen to your intuition. Listen to your inner voice, which is not a people-pleaser, okay? People-pleasing is kind of the fear of what will happen if you don't please the people. That's that's what it what it comes from. It comes from either society, patriarchal society, or something that's happened in, you know, the way you were brought up, or perhaps some kind of trauma that's that's there. It's the fear of what will happen if you say no to someone, okay? But inside, that's not how you feel. You know, somewhere else inside you, you know what you want to do, and you know how you want your day to be, and you want know how you want your business to be. So if you can feel the people-pleasing antennae going, then take stock and listen to your inner voice, listen to your gut and ask yourself, what do you want to do? Okay, what do you want to do here? Which is a really different question to what are you going to do here? But what do you want to do here? If someone is saying, can you just, can you just create this for me? Can you just do this. And it's it's above and beyond kind of the parameters of what you want to do. What would you like to happen in that situation? How would you like to respond? And if you start taking note of what you actually want to do, then eventually you're going to get brave enough to say that as your response, to put that out as your response to people. And that takes practice and it takes courage, but it does get easier absolutely does get easier. I had a client, um, a new client who I've started working with and she people pleases and our objective is to get her working week from five days to three days in the six months that we're working together. That's our objective together. And she sent me a message last night to say that one of her clients, she's had a problematic relationship with this particular client, and this client said, could she just 
do something. And my client said, no, I'm not able to do that. And so we had a celebration in our Voxer chat because she said no. And nothing happened. You know, nobody died. Nothing happened. She just said no and that was it. And it was outside of the scope of what, of the boundaries that had been set. So it was cool. It was all cool. But previously, she probably would have said yes and just done it because the people pleasing and this, that and the other. So once you listen to what's inside you and you know how you would really like to respond to this and you know how you would like this situation to go and you know how you would like what the outcome, what outcome you would would like, then that is how things start to change. And that's how you start to transform your business by listening to your inner voice, listening to your gut and realizing how you want, what you want to do and how you want to feel. Now, I imagine that you want to feel empowered and comfortable and kind and supportive and progressive. Okay. That's how I imagine that you want to feel in your day's work. And you can't feel like that if you're just being a yes woman, if you're just taking on everybody else's questions and comments and can you just, and not actually leading with yourself, with your true self. Okay. So I imagine that's how you want to feel. And I will say to you, what is the worst that can happen if you say no? I mean, you know, if you are in a life or death situation, then, you know, you probably want to say yes. But that's <laughs> that's completely different. In the measure of most of our businesses, yes, we change people's lives, but not in an emergency services kind of way, okay? And if we say no to something, then it's all okay. And often being able to weedle out the tyre kickers from the people who are genuinely interested is one of the most empowering things that you can do. So the could you just people, some of them will want to get on a call with you and they will want to become clients of yours and others never in a million years. So by signposting people to a, a freebie download, a podcast episode that helps deal with that or on a call, you'll be able, you're kind of doing a filtering system. So by saying no, you're not just saying no, um, because you're not a dick, right? Okay, so you're not just saying no like that, but you're saying, sure, here's this, this or this, pick what you want. And and that it's it's much more systemized for you. It's a proper process. It's all part of your customer journey. So you're signposting people to things that you know will get them onto your email list or will encourage them to listen to your podcast or will stay within your your world. And that's what you that's what you need to think about rather than just answering every question as a unique question. You know, that's kind of not moving people forward in the way that you want to move people people forward. So saying no is really, really powerful. And like I say, there are, it's not just a case of saying, nope, that's not, that's not what we're talking about here. But setting boundaries in your business of when you want to work, 
who you want to work with, what kind of clients you want in terms of their, you know, their stage of business and their budget and all of that, all that makes a difference. Yeah. The, those boundaries are things that you can control and they're things that you can decide on and they're things that can, you can make how you, you know, they can be whatever the bloody hell you like, right? It's your business. So your boundaries, so you can choose. And then if you have some standard responses to things, you've got this absolutely fantastic and safe and structured response mechanism for for dealing with could you justs and the could you just aren't always from strangers right on the internet they're from existing clients so the it, the same applies if a client asks you a question and part of the service that you offer them is not getting on calls with them you know it might be a, a service that you deliver on their behalf right then still you can signpost them to a podcast episode or a freebie download or a blog post or something that you've written. There's nothing wrong with doing that in the slightest. As long as they get the answer to the question that they've got, they're happy. And if they're happy, you're happy, everyone's happy. And you've pleased them, but not in a people-pleasing way. Can you see the difference? There's, There's a difference there. And the last thing I would say about this about how to stop people pleasing and to transform your business is to absolutely get clear on your goal and focus on it. Because the clearer you are on your goal and what you want, then the other stuff just kind of falls away around it. So like I mentioned about my client, her goal in the six months that we're working together is to go from working five days a week, which includes evenings and weekends and God knows what, to three structured days a week, then it's really easy to see which activities support that, that progress, support that progress, and which activities are absolutely, you know, going to, to the utter detriment of ever achieving that goal. It's much easier to see. So if you haven't got a clear vision and a clear goal, then I suggest you go back and listen to the podcast episode that I recorded about that. I'll put a link in the show notes to it because that's that will really help you. And that will really help you to, to, to focus and understand and think about what you're doing. And it will help you to say no to the things that just aren't kind of going to get you there, that are time-wasty things, that are, oh, I don't know, faffing about and all of this. All this stuff that creeps into our days and, generally speaking, is a people-pleasing, is manifesting itself as people-pleasing, okay? And that's not going to help you get towards your goal. And your goal is all that matters in your business. It's the thing that you want. It's when you close your eyes. It's what you can see. It's what you can feel. It's what you want to embody and be. And I'm damn sure that taking time to uh, individually nurture and respond to every single message that you get when (laughs) it doesn't, um, yeah, doesn't kind of correlate with that. That's what I would say. And so remember that the clearer you are about boundaries, the less space you'll have for people pleasing. That's so important for you to remember. 
you structure your time, your day, your week, and you stick to that structure and you have some set responses to frequently asked questions and could you justs, then the quicker you'll get to your goal. And quite frankly, that is the only way you'll get to your goal. Because to get to your goal, you've got to be strict and you've got to have systems, processes and boundaries. So remember, people pleasing means saying yes to too many things. And what I've helped you with today is ways that you can deal with the could you just oh gremlin that sits there help you take stock of what is going on and listen to your gut and decide what you want to do and how to say no how to set boundaries and how to focus on your goal i hope this has made a big difference to you i'd love to hear from you as ever, you know, um, find me on Instagram at Libby Langley and tell me what this brings up for you because it might be triggering, you know, there might be a further conversation to be had about this. And like I said, this is the kind of stuff I help my clients with, enormous stuff, uh, boundaries and systems and structures and processes. So all of this stuff is my absolute wheelhouse. So if you want to talk to me about it, then you can, within strict parameters, find a time and date in my calendar link and set up a call and we can talk through this and see how I can we can work together to make your dream come true. So thank you ever so much for joining me today and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.